Hello, my friends. What a strange night it is. I can't bring myself to think of a story. Well, I can, but the truth is I felt an overwhelming urge to not tell you a story. I'm not sure why. Perhaps because there is a full moon in eclipse tonight. Perhaps because it is a time of great change growth, and perhaps even, oh, dare I say it, chaos. Yes. Yes, I would like to let go of the illusion of control. I would like to let go of guilt when it comes to my own joy. I would like to embrace belief in myself and in others. For that reason... I hope you won't mind going with me on a little journey tonight. A little storyless journey. I have such a wonderful night planned for us anyway. Sometimes that's the way the best stories are made. Oh, silly me. But first there is, of course, the matter of my tarot deck. Wait. There she is. The moon, very obscured by the clouds, but so orange, so warm against the cool gray sky. Does she know what's about to happen to her? I wonder. I suppose she does. She tends to adore creating and following plans. Sorry, I was distracted. The tarot deck. Well, I asked it, what must we learn? What should I learn? What ought we learn? I have been feeling an awful lot like the hanged man lately. Waiting. Examining one's old ways and letting them go. Taking time to grow. Indeed, I grow impatient is what I grow. I'm joking. I also grow berries and grapes and vines from my hair. A strange new quirk. But when you're an imaginary monster, there's no limit to what you can be. And this brings me pleasure. Anyway, what must we learn? I asked my cards. I shuffled without really thinking very hard and I split the deck in two and reached hastily for the card, seeing only that it was reversed. And then I paused. Is this the right card? I wasn't sure. I was so distracted. But I drew this card, so I have to choose it. The Nine of Swords reversed, it was. Well, it is not good. I will say that. But that's all right. The best lessons come from negative situations, you know. And so, if I asked what we must learn, then a hard and painful lesson is suddenly a beautiful gift. The Nine of Swords, when reversed, is the card for negative self-talk. For the lies we tell ourselves in order to keep ourselves down. For our fantasy life 
which can so often be replete with only the worst things we believe about ourselves. Have we not been there before? In this terrible place, where the only information we receive about ourself is the worst, the most dreadful, and we are confident that this is the version of us that the rest of the world sees. So we begin a negative cycle of untruths that can become truths if we believe them for long enough and refuse to shine a light in that darkness. That darkness is different for each of us. And in that darkness, there is a voice. It may sound like someone else's, but it is our own. In fact, disguising itself as someone else. Maybe someone who hurt us, or someone whose opinion we prize even over our own beliefs. But it is our own voice. We tell ourselves lies after all, do we not? And oh, what a time to start telling ourselves the truth. There is a lunar eclipse coming. And this moon wants us to think about truth. Our own truth. Our own truth. What is mine? I've talked about it at length here, I think. I am narrator. I am writer. I am many other unknowable wonders. But most importantly, I am here. I would like you to take a deep breath with me. Again. And again. Good. We're going to go on a little trip together. If you can, keep your eyes closed. If you cannot, don't worry. Just do your best to see with your eyes open anyway. Sometimes it's hard to see when our eyes are open, that's all. Now, breathe again. We are in the woods, dark and cold and lonesome, or so it would be if we were not here, joined by countless other spirits. We are in my woods, but they are also yours. And that is why I've laid out a picnic for three. There is a sheet on the ground. It looks like it might be a bed sheet, perhaps, and so it must be because aren't you sleepy? I know I am. There are three place settings out, and a basket filled with all of your favorite picnic treats in the center. A picnic? In the middle of the night? Correction. A picnic very, very early in the morning. A picnic, so that we can keep the moon company tonight. Listen. You accepted my invitation and came here, so I'm sure you must have expected something like this, right? 
Have a seat. There. How have you been? What a beautiful night it is. Warm and sweet the air, bright and crisp the stars, strong and chaotic the breeze. A beautiful night, no matter how many times we must adjust our picnic to make sure that it doesn't blow away. It is part of the fun. You and I get to laugh at the wind. And if there is an action that better sums up a human's hubris than laughing at the wind, well, then I have yet to witness it. Never mind about the third place setting. They'll be here shortly, I'm sure. Ah, she's up above even higher now. And even warmer. Round and hovering there. And it makes me sad that I don't have wings anymore. And I can't fly up to see her better. But I think she doesn't mind. Let's have a toast. And perhaps she might hear the clinking of the glass from all the way up there. Never mind that the clinking of glass brought the sound of howling wolves and cooing vultures instead. I have a question for you. What do you think I see right now? We're spending a lovely evening as friends, having a picnic. How delightful. Never mind that there's a lonesome ghost who sometimes comes right up behind you, but then runs away when you're close to turning around. She's shy. As I was saying, you're my friend. We're having a picnic under the full moon in a haunted forest. What do you think I see right now? I have the luxury of telling you what to see. But perhaps if you can try and describe yourself back to me, the you that you are allowed to be in a haunted forest under a full moon with your monstrous friend. Perhaps this is you, in a very truthful sense. Anyway, it was just a thought. Never mind the two other ghosts I've seen. They're just children, and they're having fun so we mustn't scare them with screaming. I haven't seen this much activity in my woods since All Hallowtide. I suppose that a full moon in eclipse is an important event for all of us. All of us who dwell on the earth in life and then again after death. Which is what I intend to do, if I have any say in the matter. And if I indeed will die one day, Again, I'm not very sure of anything, really. Even that. Truth. Truth. This moon is about truth. So I know I'm not really there with you. But the thing is that I kind of am. I'm writing this on a balcony and looking at the moon and imagining what kind of lovely sights you might like to see and the lovely songs you might like to hear and the eerie chills ghosts bring but the wonderful joy being with a friend brings. I 
This is why I cannot tell a story. Because I would rather do this tonight. Just tonight. I hope you don't mind indulging me. Let's sit still and watch the moon for a bit, my friend. Maybe a little silence is the best truth there is. Only then do you realize that it has been a very, very long time since we began our little picnic, and the third guest still hasn't arrived. It's very dark now. But, my friend, they are here. Do you not see them? It is you, sitting there. But wait. No, it is not you. It is a thing that walks around in your skin. But inside, it's... It's rotten. You stare into its eyes. Those eyes that, for a moment, you don't think you could distinguish from the ones in your own mirror. But it is in the cruel smile. It is in the turn of the eyebrows. It is in the sharpness of the teeth. It is in these things that you can see that you truly know this is not you. How do you know that? Well, because it's evil. That is not me. That can't be me. I would never smile like that. Is that true? Is that what you're thinking? Listen carefully, my friend. We have the Nine of Swords reversed with us right now. And remember, terrible and painful lessons are really a wonderful gift. So don't be afraid of this doppelganger. You might not be in charge, but neither are they. 
You know in your heart you've met this thing before. It tells you lies about yourself, whatever on earth they may be. It tells you hurtful and terrible lies. It fills you with fear and doubt and keeps you in places you would rather not be. It is the hanged man, too, but with no desire to grow. It only wants to shrink. When this thing opens its mouth to tell you these lies about yourself, to hurl harm your way, when this thing does that, a steady stream of blood runs from its gluttonous chops down its smirking chin to its empty heart. It feasts on you. Or it will, if you let it. It is a thing born of pain, though, and nothing more. Born from you, and maybe someone else too, but mostly you. It had a taste of you long ago, and it wants more now. Here, give it this instead. It's a bunch of grapes, grown from the vines in my hair. Redder than any grapes you've ever seen before. It won't know the difference. In fact, it'll probably prefer it. Have a few yourself. <laughs> it's funny, but both of you. Satiated and with stained red teeth now. You both look quite similar. Now we can watch the lunar eclipse in peace. This moon insists on truth. But what truth have I to give? Every time I try to come close to the truth, I see stars. Maybe I'm the wrong person to be talking about this. Have another peach, or a plum, or maybe some cherries. Apples, perhaps? I have no plan here, my friends. I have only this night and this picnic with you. All of you. Whether I enjoy it in a forest or on a balcony, I have this picnic with you. I have the lunar eclipse. I will stay up and watch it. And I will sing the entire time. You know, I had a doppelganger once. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. So I offer you one last smile. Not cruel, but perhaps a little mischievous. I give you a slight turn of my eyebrows. I show you my red teeth, suddenly very, very sharp, all of them, every single one, as I flash shining black eyes up at you. Ah, where did that come from? There we go. Back to normal. There is a witch on a balcony. I see her now. She keeps trying to look in on us. She keeps thinking that 
she could just see a haunted forest with you, and me, and your doppelganger even, and some shy and playful ghosts for no good reason, and the same intensely dark red moon that she sees from her own home. She could prove that it's real. Foolish. Ow. No. Not foolish. Sorry. She doesn't like when I'm cruel to her. She's right. I'm sorry. But she doesn't realize that just because you can't see something doesn't mean it's imaginary. How could all of this be imaginary? There's a witch on a balcony. I see her see me. I don't know which of us is the cruel one with the dreadful lies. I think I've said terrible things about her in the past. And she has made me do some terrible things, too. We've long since reconciled our differences. It's nice to spend this full moon with you, my friend. You too, my friend. My friends in my woods, now haunted for this night only. Haunted with all of us. Look up. Change is coming. Rejoice. everybody, and thank you so much for celebrating this full moon lunar eclipse tonight. This is Kristen Zaza speaking. I'm the writer, narrator, imaginary monster, composer, producer, etc. behind On a Dark Cold Night. Thank you so much for joining me for this little picnic of an episode, episode 146. I appreciate you being here with me. I'll keep things brief tonight. I would like to just quickly thank all of my patrons of the show who support what I do on Patreon.com. Thank you so much, my friends. Thinking of you tonight and grateful as always for your generosity. If you would like to become a patron of On a Dark Cold Night, every monthly patron has access to my ever-evolving soundtrack. Find out more by visiting patreon.com slash darkcoldnight. If you'd prefer to support through a one-time donation without the soundtrack perk, you can also buy me one or more metaphorical coffees through coffee.com. Check me out there at ko-fi.com slash darkcoldnight. And as usual, I have t-shirts and hoodies available at bonfire.com slash on-a-dark-cold-night. If you would like to share some thoughts about the show, I would love it if you left me a rating and a review on iTunes or anywhere else you'd like to review. It would mean the world to me. Also, you can follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter at a dark cold night. Instagram at Dark Cold Night Podcast, and on my Facebook and YouTube pages just called On a Dark Cold Night. And I almost forgot, there's one week left to vote for the People's Choice Awards in the Canadian Podcast Awards this year. This is the only category open for listener voting, so if you'd like to submit a vote for On a Dark Cold Night, head on over to canpodawards.ca slash vote slash peoples dash choice. Thank you so much again, my friends. 
I hope you don't mind that I decided to have a little picnic for us and our inner demons tonight. I suppose that's my version of truth and growth for this full moon. Who knows? But I hope that, whatever you're doing tonight, you give yourself a break from anything false and negative you tell yourself. Instead, give that voice some love. Take a deep breath and grow. Good night, dear friends. Take care. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar.